Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brothers and sisters in Islam, I pray you all well. Do you know we just finished the seventh night of Taraweeh? And after this comes the seventh day, which means a week of Ramadan is about to come to a close. We were counting the months and weeks and then days and then hours and then minutes and seconds leading to our special month and the arrival of our special guest. And now this month has been with us a week and three weeks remain. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our week and inspire what is yet to come. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters in Islam, the only topic we can discuss today is the topic of pondering over the revelation. Allah Allah says, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ The Imam recited in the Taraweeh, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ الْقُرْآنَ Do they not ponder over this Qur'an? Brothers and sisters in Islam, the Qur'an was not revealed so that it should just be read, nor was it revealed so that it could just be listened to, nor was it revealed so that one just memorizes it. And even though all these matters are amazing, in terms of us and the building of our paradise, listening to the Qur'an, reading the Qur'an, memorizing the Qur'an. In fact, the Qur'an is the only revelation of Allah through which a person worships through the mere recitation of it. So no doubt, reading is good. For every letter that you read, Allah gives you 10 rewards, right? And this should be an, uh, an inspiration and motivation for people to learn Arabic and learn how to read the Qur'an in Arabic. Because for every letter recited, you get 10 rewards. You get a hasana, and a hasana contains 10 rewards. Despite all this, brothers and sisters, the essence of the revelation of the Qur'an was so that we ponder over its meanings. Because this is where true benefit comes with the Qur'an. When you ponder over its meanings, when you recite an ayah, and then you check the tafsir of the ayah, so you make sure you have understood the ayah. And then you ponder over it. You take a step back and you analyze. You ask yourself about the meanings of this ayah and how relevant these meanings are in your life. How close are you to the injunctions of the ayah? How far are you from the injunctions of the ayah? Then, what does this ayah mean in light of you and the community that you're in? Because many ayat in the Qur'an have community-based uh, community objectives. So how close is the community towards what this ayah instructs? Or how far is the community uh, from what this ayah instructs? This is tadabbur at the basic level. There's many levels. We're not going to uh, discuss some of the more intricate uh, methodologies of tadabbur but on a simple level brothers and sisters in Islam that every human being can practice this is tadabbur the Prophet wasallam was described as having Quranic character he was a walking, talking, moving Quran what you read in the Quran you would see in reality when you saw him this was him living the Quran how many of us live the Quran how many of us want to live the Qur'an? How many of us realize that we have to live the Qur'an? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. And the, the, the relationship between a Muslim and the Qur'an has to be a relationship of connectivity, that you connect with the Qur'an. And this is where tadabbur happens, because tadabbur is inspired through connectivity. And connectivity happens when the heart is engaged whilst 
the eye sees and the mouth reads. Subhanallah. Which means the, 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 the highest relationship a person can have with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to read it with a connected heart. Is to listen to it with an engaged heart. Is to memorize it with a present heart. It is fundamentally important for the heart to be present. Now, I go back and mention the 10 rewards for every letter because I don't want to uh, discourage anyone, especially in this month. Uh, mashallah, people set different targets. Some people want to read one Quran in this month, somebody, some people two, some people three. Everyone has different targets. I'm not discouraging these brothers and sisters in Islam. But what I am saying is, your relationship with the Qur'an can not only be one of recitation. This Qur'an is a guide. It is the furqan, the differentiator between success and failure, between truth and falsehood. It's impo- There's a higher objective that is required of you and from you with regards to the Qur'an than just reciting it. So by all means, definitely work on the recitation and recite as much as you can. But by all means, do not let that association with the Qur'an be your only association. You need to have different relationships. There is, you know, a relationship of recitation as you are doing now. And then even a recitation uh, related to memorization, right? Where you slowly but surely memorize different ayat of the Qur'an because by doing so, alhamdulillah, it improves your salah as well. Because in your salah now you can recite from different ayat, right? So your worship stops becoming a norm and it remains an act of worship. If you keep repeating the same surah in, in every rak'ah of every salah, it just becomes a routine. Right? So you should have a relationship with the Qur'an whereby you are memorizing uh, different ayat slowly but surely. And then the ultimate relationship where you have a relationship of tadabbur, where you take an ayah or two or three and you spend a day or a week or a month pondering over it, working towards bringing it in your life. And slowly but surely, that relationship with the Qur'an grows until you have several ayat and then a juz and then several juz and then inshallah the whole Qur'an uh, as part and parcel of your life slowly but surely burning yourself in or should we say burning the ayat into your being, right? Where these ayat are internalized and they become part and parcel of your being whereby when you speak, you speak upon the instructions of the Qur'an. When you act, you act upon the instructions of the Qur'an. When you listen, you listen upon the instructions of the Qur'an. When you move, you move upon the instructions of the Qur'an. When you are stagnant and stationary, you do so again upon the injunctions and citations and instructions of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Basically, you become a walking, talking, moving Qur'an. Right? Whether we can do that in our lifetime, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. But the effort to do it, yes we can. We have to realize it. We have to revise our relationship with the Qur'an and make sure that it is a more robust, dynamic relationship than just recitation and reading and reading and reading. Once again, go ahead and read and read as much as you can. But don't forget to have moments in which you sit down with an ayah or a group of ayat and you work towards making those ayat part and parcel of your life. For This is the essence behind uh, the, the, the revelation of the Qur'an and that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the opening of Baqarah just after Surah Al-Fatiha he teaches us that this Qur'an is للمتقين, a guide for the believers a guide for those who engage their hearts I love you all for the sake of Allah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatuhu wa barakatuh